If someone accuses you of sitting and speaking lewd words to a woman and you say, I wasn't sitting, I was standing, in any millennium, I think that that should uh, be cause for a little bit of an eyebrow raise, at the very least. Episode 81, Tipitaka, Part 30, in which I will continue to read from the Vinaya Pitaka, Sutta Vibhanga, uh, this time Aniyata 2. Um, I'll translate all that, why not? Um, well, the first part was English, Edward Reeves Buddhist Books Podcast. Needs no translation. Tipitaka means three baskets in Pali because the old, original, old-school Buddhist scriptures were kept in three baskets. Right? Kind of rectangular baskets, and they were rectangular scriptures. Something would be written on it, and you would fold it up like this. Um, right, what was the second part? Sutta Vibhanga, right? Um, which means... Uh, Rules analysis, analysis of rules. And aniyata means undetermined. I'd like to welcome our special guest. A formal meeting of the order. Yeah, well, we finished the formal meeting section. And uh, each... Each of the figures you see before you are an individual with, with an identity and a story. Um, and I'm not going to tell you who they are. So they're undetermined. Uh, aniyata. I will say that most, if not all of them, are before and after Lord Buddha's time. And I don't mean that some of them are before and some of them are after. I mean that all of them are after, but their stories say that they're from before. I think without exception. Except for Manjushri. Um, in his incarnation as Manjushri, his story puts him as a contemporary of Lord Buddha. All right, enough about that. It's fun though, right? So when we talk about a formal meeting of the order, then we can look over here. Now, those of you who are listening to the audio only, uh, of which perhaps there are many, for this podcast is available on all of these platforms. Impressed? So am I. Um, but uh, those of you who are actually listening to the audio only didn't see any of that. Um, hi, haven't forgotten you. 
if you'd like to see the uh, the formal meeting, uh, it's on YouTube, episode uh, 81, 30 of the uh, TV Talk Up. Anyway, shall we get to the reading? Why not? Just to be different, right? Okay. <clears throat> oh, and by the way, I mean all of them, including Amitabha who's today playing the role of Lord Buddha, as well as Amitabha, who's playing the role of one of the uh, disciples or monks. How many do we have here? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. So we can assume that ten of them are disciples and three of them are monks? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter too much. Undetermined. Aniyata. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatapindika's park. At that time, the Venerable Udayan said, quote, It has been forbidden by the Lord to sit together with women folk, a man and a woman in a secret place on a secluded, convenient seat. End quote. He probably wasn't too happy about that. But he sat together with that young girl, the one with the other, in a secret place, conversing at the right time, talking Dhamma at the right time. A second time did Visaka. Uh, Migara's mother being invited come to that family Visaka saw the venerable Udayan or as uh, my friend Robbie pointed out it might be more appropriate to say the venereal Udayan funny funny joke okay sitting together with that girl the one with the other in a secret place And seeing them, she said to the venerable Udayan, so he did it again, quote, This honored sir is not right. It is not suitable for the master to sit together with women folk, a man and a woman in a secret place. Although, honored sir, the master has no desire for that thing. Unbelieving people are difficult to convince. Unbelieving people like me. End quote. But the venerable Udayan took no heed after he had been spoken to thus by Visaka. It says Visaka. I don't know why I thought it was Vishka last time. Was it a typo? Anyway, then Visaka, when she had departed, told this matter to the monks, those who were modest monks, three dots. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here it says that uh, the next part is the same as in the previous chapter, except the uh, words on a secluded convenience seat are omitted here. All right. End quote. And thus, monks, this course of training should be set forth. And furthermore, if there is not a seat which is secluded and convenient, which we know means convenient for sexual intercourse because they clarified that before but sufficiently so for speaking to a woman with lewd words 
Then, whatever monk should sit down on such a seat with a woman, the one with the other, in a secret place, and a trustworthy women lay follower, seeing him, should speak concerning one of two matters, either one entailing a formal meeting of the order, or one involving expiation. And the monk himself acknowledging that he was sitting down should be dealt with according to a certain one of two matters as to whether it is one entailing a formal meeting of the order or as to whether it is one involving expiation. Or that monk should be dealt with according to that trustworthy woman, according to what that trustworthy woman lay follower should say. Again, this is an undetermined matter. And furthermore, if there is not a seat which is secluded, means it is not secluded by a wall built of wattle or daub, or by a door or by a screen or by a screen wall, or by a tree or by a pillar or by a sack, or it is not secluded by anything whatsoever. Not convenient means it is not possible to indulge in sexual intercourse. There is no such place. Just saying. But sufficiently so for speaking to a woman with lewd words means the internet. No. It is possible to speak with a woman with lewd words. Of course. Of course it's possible. Whatever means he who... Oh, right. Uh, we went through that last time. You remember? Hopefully. Uh, monk means, we covered that last time, every five episodes or so, I splice that bit in from the beginning of Parajika. On such a seat means on a seat like that. With a girl like that. With a girl like that. Who knows what they'll decide to do? Who knows what they'll get up to? Yes, yes I would, Annie Lennox. Thank you. Thank you. That was that was fairly on point. Okay. It's nice to have a little bit of music in here. Um, hi, Maha. Hi, Navi. Um, anyway, uh, woman means a human woman. Oh. <laughs> and not a female yaka. And not a female departed one. Not a female animal. One who is learned and competent to know good and bad speech. What is lewd and what is not lewd. Ah. Ah, I see a loophole here. So if she ain't got no learning, and she doesn't know the difference between lewd and unlewd speech, do what you'd like. What's his name? Udayan. It just, you're, you're, you're aiming too high in society. You gotta, you gotta go for those, uh, Never mind. Sorry. Together with means together. Mm -hmm. Should sit down means when a woman is sitting, three dots. I guess they covered that last time. Seeing means seeing. Who does it? Thank you, dictionary. Uh, should speak concerning a matter 
uh, excuse me, concerning a certain one of two matters, either one entailing a formal meeting of the order, or one involving expiation, and the monk himself acknowledging that he was sitting down should be dealt with according to a certain one of two matters, as to whether it is one entailing a formal meeting of the order, or as to whether it is one involving expiation, or that monk should be dealt with according to what that trustworthy woman lay follower should say. If she should say this, quote, the master was seen by me when he was sitting down and coming into physical contact with a woman. If he acknowledges this, he should be dealt with for an offense. If she should say this, quote, the master was seen by me, three dots, physical contact, same thing she said before, end quote. And he should say, it is true that I was sitting, but I did not come into physical contact. He should be dealt with for sitting, three dots. Quote, I was not sitting, but I was lying down. End quote. He should be dealt with for lying down, three dots. Quote, I was not sitting, but I was standing. He should not be dealt with, because as we know, they didn't know about that position back then. If she should say, the master was seen by me lying down and coming into physical contact with a woman, end quote, he acknowledges that this should be dealt with for an offense. What? Yes, he acknowledges this, he should be dealt with for an offense. Three dots. Or at least canceled on the internet, like post-mortem. Uh, quote, sorry, <clears throat> it's just a little frog in my throat. It is true that I was, by the way, I'll, I'll praise Gandhi. It is true that I was lying down, but I did not come into physical contact, end quote. Well, I guess we'll just have to take your word for it then. He should be dealt with for lying down, three dots. Quote, I was not lying down, but I was sitting down. Quote, he should be dealt with for sitting down. Four dots. Oh, creative. End quote. I mean, open quote. I was not lying down, but I was standing. End quote. He should not be dealt with. If she should say, quote, the master, three dots, to a woman. End quote. What did she say? This is a new, a new section. What do you, I guess we could refer to the previous... Anyway, and he should say, it is true that I was sitting down, but I did not speak lewd words. Oh, okay. Well, we can infer that her uh, accusation was that she saw him sitting next to a woman and speaking lewd words to her. That, that's what should go in the three dots. Why? Why did you put three dots there, Mr. Horner? <laughs> uh, end quote. He should be dealt with for sitting down three dots. And for saying the lewd words, right? He's just tired of translating. He's like, okay, this, this is the gist of stuff. Stuff was, you know, Buddha talking. You know, he talks. Thus quoth Ivy Horner. I was not sitting down, but I was lying down. And quote, he should be dealt with for lying down three dots. End quote. I was not sitting down, but I was standing. End quote. And as we all know, you can't speak lewd words while you're standing. End quote, he should not be dealt with. 
If she should say, quote, the master was heard, three dots, as he was lying down and speaking words, lewd words, to a woman, end quote, three dots, quote, but I was standing, end quote, he should not be dealt with, because, <laughs> you know, he was standing and speaking lewd words to a woman. I think it's implied that he was standing and not speaking lewd words to a woman. But if, if someone accuses you of sitting and speaking lewd words to a woman and you say, I wasn't sitting, I was standing. I mean, in any millennium, I think that that should uh, require, uh, you know, or, or be cause for a little bit of an eyebrow raise, at the very least. Who am I to? Anyway, if she should say this, Quote, the master was seen by me sitting together with a woman, the one with the other, in a secret place, end quote. And if he acknowledges this, he should be dealt with for sitting down. Four dots. Wow. I like the four dots. It's a nice, refreshing change. One takes what one can get. Quote, I was not sitting down, but I was lying down, end quote. He should be dealt with for lying down. Four dots. I like it. Uh, quote, I was not sitting down, but I was standing, and quote, he should not be dealt with. If she should say this, quote, the master was seen by me lying down together with a woman, the one with the other in a secret place, end quote. And if he acknowledges this, he should be dealt with for lying down. Four dots. Quote, I was not lying down, but I was sitting down. And quote, he should be dealt with for sitting down. Three dots. Quote, I was not sitting down, but I was standing. And quote, he should not be dealt with. I, I feel I should point out that the penalty for sitting down, uh, or lying down for that matter, with a woman has not yet been explained. I think that'll be explained later. So it's, it's a little interesting. It's interesting to kind of like go... What order was this written in? Because it's referring to rules that people should already know that we haven't covered yet. And we started on page one. And we're now on page 339. Can you believe that you've been listening to me for 339 pages? Huh. Right. If she should say, where were we? That's not what she said. I was not sitting down, but I was lying down. I was not lying down, but I was sitting down. He should be dealt with for sitting down, end quote. I was not sitting down, but I was standing. He should not be dealt with. This, again, means it is called so with reference to the former. Undetermined means not determined as to whether it involves a formal meeting of the order or expiation. He acknowledges going, he acknowledges sitting down. He acknowledges an offense, he should be dealt with for an offense. He acknowledges going, he does not acknowledge sitting down. He acknowledges an offense, he should be dealt with for an offense. He acknowledges going, he acknowledges sitting down. He does not acknowledge an offense, he should be dealt with for sitting down. He acknowledges going, he does not acknowledge sitting down. He does not acknowledge an offense, he should not be dealt with. I went to your house, but I didn't do any of the other stuff, Lord. Okay. He does not acknowledge going. He does not acknowledge sitting down. He acknowledges an offense. <laughs> okay. He should be dealt with for an offense. Lord, I didn't go to her house. I did not sit down next to her. But I did speak lewd words to her. Mm. Right? He does not acknowledge going. He does not acknowledge sitting down. But he acknowledges an offense. He should be dealt with for an offense. 
He does not acknowledge going. He does not acknowledge sitting down. He does not acknowledge an offense. He should be dealt with for sitting down. Oh, he acknowledges sitting down. He does not acknowledge going. He does not acknowledge sitting down. He does not acknowledge an offense. He should not be dealt with. Told is the second undetermined offense. Set forth, venerable ones, are the two undetermined matters. In this connection, I ask the venerable ones, I hope that you are pure in this matter. A second time I ask, I hope that you are pure in this matter. A third time I ask, I hope that you are pure in this matter. The venerable ones are pure in this matter. Therefore, they are silent. Thus do I understand. It's summary. Convenient and so and likewise, but not thus. Such undetermined matters are well pointed out by the best of Buddhas. Told is the undetermined. And with that, this book is finished. Tetalus die. That was for the nerds. Um, yeah, we finished a whole book, guys. Let's uh, let's cut to the uh, the bookshelf. See, that book is finished. We only have these books left to read. Wasn't that fun? I haven't created that yet. I just thought of doing it. Um. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. We finished volume one of uh, the Book of Discipline. See? And it says, I.B. Horner. The Book of Discipline, part one, I.B. Horner. I did not read the hundreds of thousands of pages. See, I'm exaggerating, kind of Mahayana style. Um, of uh, the author's introduction. I decided it would be nice to learn how to translate Polly, and then I was given the task of translating blah, 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 blah. And then at the end, there's an appendix where it talks about, um, you know, words. There's like, yeah, there's, there's an index where you can, you know, find uh, poison, page 133 and 140. Remember the parts about poison? It's, it's uh, if you poison someone because you're killing them, and they die, then you get kicked out. If you poison someone because you're killing them and they don't die, it's a formal meeting or a grave offense. I forget. And if you poison someone because you just wanted to see how strong that poison was, I think it's a grave offense, right? It's like you're like, oh, well, he died, so I guess now you know, so put a little skull and crossbones on that one. I, you know, back 2,600 years ago, they couldn't just look up on Wikipedia what was poisonous and what wasn't poisonous. So, um, Hitherto untranslated passages. What? Oh! Oh! You remember the, uh, <laughs> that untranslated part? Okay. Okay. Well, 
I don't know. We might have to, maybe we're not finished with this book. We can do a, a, a little special part. We've got some time now. How long is this? Yeah, you remember I was complaining that, uh, that, that, that all the different ways of, of emitting were not covered, like in the mud with a stick, and I, I was lamenting not being able to read more about that. Um, but apparently there are other parts that are also left untranslated. Oh, how nice. Petra Kiefer pulls, I think is our hero. Um, Petra has, has written, when I.B. Horner translated the Vinaya Pitaka of the Theravadans into English, published 1938 through 1966, she preferred she. I'm so sorry. I've been saying he this whole time. I.B. Horner is a she. <laughs> okay. A, a totally different mental image of a lady not wanting to write so much about all the different ways that monks can emit semen. Um, she preferred to leave certain passages untranslated. These passages are restricted to only two rules of Patimoka, namely Parajika 1 and to Sangha di Sessa 1, published in the first volume, 1938, of her translation. Both rules deal with sexuality. Parajika 1 forbids a monk to indulge in sexual intercourse. Sangha di Sessa 1 to ejaculate except unintentionally during sleep. Horner justifies her procedure thus, quote, because of the outspokenness and crudeness which it contains and which seem to be inseparable from early literatures, it appears unsuitable for incorporation in a translation designed principally for Western readers, end quote. However, in her introduction, she admits that these passages are, quote, historically interesting, interesting historically, scientifically and psychologically, even psychoanalytically, um, and that they might be of value to anyone making a detailed comparison of Eastern and Western monarchism, end quote. Indeed, since her statements on Buddhist monastic law or comparative studies, mostly the Vinaya of the Theravadans is taken into account because it is, only, it is the only law book translated nearly completely into Western languages. It should be made accessible in all parts. That's what I'm saying. Well, that ends. Um, in the untranslated passages from Parajika 1 and Sangha di Sessa 1, various cases are dealt with in which monks tried to bypass these rules. One monk, for instance, indulged in sexual intercourse with a female monkey. Yes, we remember that part. Get to the part you haven't covered already. Saying that he thought the rule decreed by the Buddha referred to human females only. This led to an alteration of the wording of the rule, which now explicitly includes the prohibition of bestiality. The related cases are certainly based partly on historical true incidents, though uh, partly they may have been added for completeness. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, there was a few hundred monks did really one... You know what I mean? Like there's like 150 different ways that somebody did some particular naughty thing, you know, like 
maybe some of them were just like, okay, let's also include with a bamboo stick, just in case a monk is like, ah, but you didn't say with a bamboo stick, right? Um, yes. The related cases, yes, we said that already. Um, as two cases of Parajika one were examples for self-fellation and self-buggery are given. Let me translate that into modern terms. Um, a monk was apparently flexible enough to fellate himself to put his male organ into his own mouth. I'll be polite because there might be children watching. And then the other one, self-buggery, means he was able to bend it around and put it up his own butt. Well, some real Cirque du Soleil stuff happening here. My translation follows the translation of I.B. Horner as far as possible. The passages are given in the order of the text. Where Pat, Thank you so much. What is, what is this person's name? Petra Kiefer-Poles. Thank you, Petra. And by the way, thank you, Ivy Horner. I, this whole time, was visualizing like a Victorian gentleman, but you were a lady in 1938. So that changes my whole, my whole thing. Um, but yes, our, our hero is Petra Kiefer-Poles. Thank you, Petra Kiefer-Poles of the Polytext Society. <laughs> And may I add that with this passage in the last pages of, of this book, I take back more than half of my criticism. Um, the dots aren't so bad. The total emission of the total emission, omission of the emission, and uh, the other things, I, I wasn't into that. I, did, I thought that was pretty awful like oh well I don't want to translate this part of Genesis because you know Noah was too cruel um, yes so self-fellation and self-buggery oh wait I already said that I just wanted to say it again my translation follows the translation of Ivy Horner as far as possible all passages are given in the order of the text where passages are repeatedly quoted only the first paragraph is completely translated fair enough Fair enough. Uh, the following sections are abbreviated. The presentation follows Horner's translation, i.e. the page number of the original text is given in bold type within the square brackets. I've been leaving that out because I didn't think it was important. I hope that's okay. Um, and the numbers of the various sections are subsections and subsections are given at the end of the respective pages. VIN 3, 21, 29 through 22, 13, par 1.6 to beat. See what I mean? That's what I've been leaving out, so you're welcome. Now, this is Parajika 1, the sexy stuff, the part that was left out. Now, at that time, a certain monk in the great wood at Vishali. I'm going to be visiting Vishali. That's uh, very close to where my wife's family is from, so we've been joking a lot about that because... Her family is from the cowherd caste, and there were all these cowherd women in Vishali 2,600 years ago who were going up and saying, oh, monk, but if you just lay there and I do all the work, is it really a sin? So we, we've decided that in a former life, I was one of those monks, and she was one of those cowherd women. And Anyway, uh, yes, now at that time, okay, uh, Great Wood of Vishali, 
tempted a female monkey with a reward and indulged in sexual intercourse with her. Then this monk, rising early and taking his bowl and robe, entered Visali for alms. Now at that time, a large concourse of monks who were engaged in touring for lodgings came up to this monk's vihara. The female monkey saw those monks coming from afar. I thought we had read this. Having seen them, she went up to these monks, and having come up in front of the monks, she swung her haunches, wagged her tail, displayed her haunches, and made a sign. Oh, okay. You remember uh, in Horner's translation, it said she posed for them. So this is actually what it says. All right, all right. Um, Yes, then these monks thought undoubtedly this monk indulges in sexual intercourse with this female monkey. And then the original it said indulged in fornication. All right. And hid themselves to one side. Then this monk, when he had gone about Vishali for alms, returned with his alms food. Then the female monkey went up to this monk. The monk, eating half, gave the other half to the female monkey. Then the female monkey, having eaten the alms food, displayed her haunches to this monk. Afterwards, the monk indulged in sexual intercourse with the monkey. Then those monks jumped out of the bushes. I added that part. Uh, then those monks said to that monk, quote, Has not the rule been decreed by the Lord, your reverences? Why do you indulge in sexual intercourse with a female monkey, your reverence? End quote. All right. So that's a more accurate translation of the Pali, where uh, I.B. Horner, blessed be she, uh, God rest her soul, apparently, um, had said just said fornication. She was just like, I, this is too much, too much. But it is interesting psychologically and even psychoanalytically. Well, okay, next uh, was from uh, Vinaya 3, Vin 3, what are you talking about? Is it true, monk, that you indulged in sexual intercourse with a female monkey? Okay, so that's what the Buddha said, not is it true that you committed fornication. All right, there's an offense involving defeat, skipping a bit, there's an offense involving defeat for him who indulges in sexual intercourse in three passages of a, of a human female, in the rectum, or vaka maga in the vagina, pasa va maga in the mouth. This is repeated with a non-human female, a female animal, and an animal, non-human and animal hermaphrodite, or ubhatovyanjanaka. Remember, we were wondering about that. I mean, for a minute until we figured it out. It was talking about having sex with a female human in one of three places. Apparently, the Pali scriptures weren't so, weren't, as, weren't as Victorian about it. They said, yeah, in the anus, in the vagina, or in the mouth. So if you just rub up against her, that's like a different offense. That's more of a formal meeting kind of thing. But if you, you know, then, then it's a defeat, even if it's a severed head. Remember the severed head? Good. So do I. Um, next. For a monk who, having thought of cohabitation, inserted, or pavesesi, his male organ, or angajata, I think that just means like penis, not male organ. That's more of a Victorian thing. Into the rectum of a female human, there is an offense involving defeat. For a monk who, three dots, uh, let's go ahead and insert. 
um, what's in the three dots. For a monk who, having thought of cohabitation, inserted his anagata into the, the vagina. For a monk who, having thought of cohabitation, inserted his anagata into the mouth of a human female, there is an offense involving defeat. I would like to cohabitate with you. Give me your mouth, says the monk. Okay, for very wholesome material, this, uh, this program here. For a monk who, having thought of cohabitation, inserted his male organ into the rectum, three dots, right, okay, into the vagina, into the mouth in, of a non-human female. That doesn't include animals. That means something else. Uh, a female animal, a human hermaphrodite, a non-human hermaphrodite, an animal hermaphrodite, there is an offense involving defeat. For a monk who, having thought of cohabitation, inserted his male organ into the rectum, into the mouth of a human eunuch, there is an offense involving defeat. For the monk who, having thought of cohabitation, inserted his male organ into the rectum, into the mouth of a non-human eunuch, an animal eunuch, a human male, a non-human male, a male animal, there's an offense involving defeat. So they were very specific. If you put your male organ into the rectum or mouth of a human male, there's an offense involving defeat. So, inclusion. In the 26, in the 600s BC, it warms my heart. All right. Next, opponents of monks, having brought a human female into a monk's presence, placed his male organ in her rectum. If he agrees to enter, he, if he agrees to having entered, if he agrees to remain, if he agrees to withdraw his penis, in parentheses, there's an offense involving defeat. All right. So that's, yeah, some of those things were a little unclear. So if the monk brings, it, sticks it in. So, yeah, okay, so if he was saying he did not agree to put it in, but he agreed to pull it out. So, I mean, but... Like, you have to pull it out if you're going to get away from the situation. So, I mean, that, there must be, like, a, a subtlety there that maybe they just didn't address. Amongst of, opponents of monks having brought a human female awake, asleep, intoxicated, mad, drunk, dead and decomposed, dead and practically decomposed, into a monk's presence, placed his male organ in her rectum, in her vagina, in her mouth. If he agrees, there is an offense involving defeat. Having brought a human female dead and practically decomposed into a monk's presence, they placed his male organ into her rectum, three dots, into her vagina, into her mouth. Aren't you glad you uh, decided to watch this one? If he agrees, there is a grave offense. Uh, okay. All right. If he does not agree, this is not an offense. So for a dead body, for, for a dead and decomposed body, it's a grave offense. If, uh, yeah, okay, if her body's not composed yet, it's defeat. So if, if she's freshly dead and you are like, yes, okay, I'll put it in, then you get kicked out. But if it's decomposed, then it's not even a formal meeting. It gets knocked down from, from treason below felony down to misdemeanor down to somewhere between misdemeanor and regular felony. Not like if we say infraction is a wrongdoing, misdemeanor is a grave offense, felony is a formal meeting, and then treason is, uh, or high felony, either one. 
is defeat, then, then there, there you have it. All right, next. Um, the situation is altered by the fact that the woman is covered, the monk is uncovered, and vice versa, or that both are covered and uncovered as translated by Horner. Horner does not note passages of this paragraph as untranslated, but here we have exactly the same wording as in the preceding cases. This also holds true for which deal with cases where a monk is brought into the presence of a woman, etc. Okay. Next. Now at that time, a certain monk indulged in sexual intercourse with a female monkey. He was remorseful. He thought, quote, the rule has been broken, has been decreed by the Lord. I wonder if I have committed an offense involving defeat. He told this matter to the Lord. Quote, you monk have committed an offense involving defeat. Okay. Now at one time, a certain monk, as he wandered collecting alms, seeing a young girl lying on her back, sexually aroused, inserted his thumb into her female organ, and she died. He was remorseful. Monk, this is not an offense involving defeat. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. He didn't get kicked out for that. It was a different time. All right. All right, it's going to take me a little while to, uh, to process that one. Jesus Christ. Um, now, at that time, a certain monk had a supple back, tormented by chafing. He took hold of his male organ with his hands. He was remorseful, involving defeat. There's still dots there. Our Savior um, has not corrected the problem. Now, at that time, a certain monk was able to bend down his male organ, tormented by chafing. He inserted his male organ into his rectum, right? He was remorseful, involving defeat. That is a defeat if you do it to yourself. Now, at that time, a certain monk saw a dead body, and on this body there was a sore around the female organ, he, thinking, quote, there will be no offense for me, end quote, inserted his male organ into the female and withdrew it from the sore. He was remorseful, involving defeat. He got kicked out for that. All right. Hope you weren't eating. Um, now, at that time, a certain monk saw a dead body, and on this dead body there was a sore. Let's not read that one twice, at least, at the very least. Oh, no, it's, it's not the same one. Yes, he, thinking there will be no offense for me, inserted his male organ into the sore and withdrew it from the female organ. Oh. Oh, okay, so there was a sore around the female organ, and the first one put it into the female organ and pulled it out of the sore, and then the other one put it into the sore and pulled it out of the female organ. They thought they had found a loophole. A very disgusting <laughs> loophole. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Um, now, at that time, a certain monk, sexually aroused, touched his male organ, uh, the, what? Touched with his male organ, the sexual organ of a figure made of plaster. See, that's what I was thinking. It's a, yeah, it was a, a statue of a woman. He touched his penis to the vagina part, probably, of, of the statue of the woman. Seems much more reasonable than a plaster decoration, Right. Um, he was remorseful, three dots monk. This is not an offense of de involving defeat. This is an offense of wrongdoing. So it's the lowest, it's an infraction, not even a misdemeanor. It's like, okay. Now at that time, a certain monk, sexually aroused, touched with his male organ the sexual organ of a wooden doll. 
he was remorseful. It's a wrongdoing. Nimitta is the, uh, the female sexual organ. And Anna, uh, ang, Anga Jata, he touched, his, he touched with his Anga Jata the Nimitta of the wooden doll. Now you know. And knowing is half the battle. Now at that time, the monk called Sundara, who had gone forth from Rajagaha, present-day Rajgir, remember, uh, was walking along a carriage road. A certain woman said, quote, Wait, honored sir, for a moment. I will pay homage to you. End quote. As she was paying homage, she held up his inner garment and took hold of his male organ with her mouth. He was remorseful. End quote. There is no offense, monk, for one who does not agree. Now at that time, a certain woman, seeing a monk, spoke thus, Come, honored sir, indulge in sexual intercourse. Quote, not so, sister, that is not proper for me. Come, honored sir, having rubbed within, emit semen outside. Having rubbed outside, emit semen within. Two different situations. Thus there will be no offense for you. The monk acted accordingly. He was remorseful. He was defeated. It was an offense involving defeat. We all know kind of what was happening there, right? Do I need to illustrate it? No? Right. Okay. Now at that time, a certain monk going to a cemetery and seeing a decapitated head. Oh, good. We're back to the decapitated head. Inserted his male organ into the opened mouth. That's what I assumed had happened. Touching it. He was remorseful. You, monk, have committed an offense involving defeat, said the Buddha. Now at a certain time, a monk going to the cemetery and seeing a decapitated head inserted his male organ into the opened mouth and uh, not touching it. Oh, he was remorseful. Monk, there is not an offense involving defeat. There is an offense of wrongdoing. Okay, okay. So he opened up the mouth and then he put it in technically, but it didn't actually make physical contact with the inside of the mouth. Okay, good thing they clarified that. That's just a wrongdoing, minor infraction. If it if the tongue touched it, then that would have been would have been kicked out. Now at that time, a certain monk was in love with a certain woman. She died, and her bones were thrown in the charnel ground and scattered. Then the monk, going to the cemetery, collected the bones and put or pati padesi, his male organ, into her sexual organ of the bones. He was remorseful. Monk, this is not an offense involving defeat. This is an offense of wrongdoing. Okay, next. Now at that time, a certain monk was lying down in the Jatiya grove at Padia, having gone there for the day sojourn. All his limbs were stiff with pain. A certain woman, seeing him, sat down on his male organ, and, having taken her pleasure, departed. The monks, seeing that he was wet, <laughs> told this matter to the Lord. He said, quote, Five things caused the male organ to be ready for ejaculation, or kamaniyam. Uh, one, sexual passion. Two, urine. Three, excrement. Four, Wind. Five, the bite of some kind of vermin. 
these five things monks caused the male organ to be ready for ejaculation. It is not possible, monks. It cannot come to pass that this monk's male organ should be ready for ejaculation by sexual passion. Monks, this monk is a man perfected. Monks, there is no offense for this monk. See, see, Lord Buddha had the right response to a lot of idiots today, 2,600 years ago. On this issue, when people say, oh, well, if a man has an erection, that is implied consent. No, no, it means he just woke up and has to pee or, you know, any of these other things. So very ahead of his time. Okay, I'm, I'm almost done with this stuff. I'm really looking forward to getting to the, the, the uh, Sangha de Sessa one part, the formal meeting. All right, let's finish this, uh, this Parajika one stuff. Now at that time, a certain monk was lying down, having gone to the dark wood at Sabati for the day sojourn. A certain woman cowherd from my wife's caste in the same region of Bihar, just saying, you know, it's just kind of funny, interesting. Seeing him sat down on his male organ. The monk agreed to enter. He agreed to having entered. He agreed to remain. He agreed to withdraw his penis in parentheses in case you were confused. He was remorseful. You, monk, have committed an offense involving defeat. And that's how I got kicked out of Lord Buddha's Sangha in a former life. Do I regret it? No. She and I are still together. Sorry. That's a bit silly. It's a bit silly. Um, yes, okay, Reed sat down on his male organ instead of sat down on him. Right, so all the times when it says that a woman sat down on him, we know it's more specific in the original Pali. Seeing a monk, she spoke thus, Come, honored sir, masturbate your penis. Oh, excuse me. Come, honored sir, masturbating with hand, and then in parentheses, masturbating your penis with my hand. Yes, okay. I will make you ejaculate. Thus, there will be no offense for you. The monk acted accordingly. He was remorseful. Monk, this is not an offense involving defeat. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of... The order, a handy, will get you a formal meeting, but you don't get kicked out. That's that's where that line is. Monk goes into a brothel. The lady says, what would you like, sir? He'd say, uh, I don't have a lot of money. What, what do you have available for a rupee? And he'd say, well, you know, this is available. And he doesn't get kicked out. And the other monks who had a little bit more money than they could afford, they got kicked out. That's all I'm saying. Okay, yes. So Reed sat down on his mail, or yes, same as before. Now at that time, a certain monk dwelt in a jungle. A young deer, approaching the place where he urinated, took hold of his mail organ with its mouth and drank the urine. The monk consented. He was remorseful. He told this matter to the Lord. He said, you, monk, have committed an offense involving defeat. All right. All right. Don't do that, monks. Don't do that. Sangha de Sessa 1. The monk ejaculates with through his own form, or rupa. He ejaculates with or through an external form. He ejaculates with or through his own and with or through an external form. He ejaculates making his hip swing in the air. 
He ejaculates by an erection due to sexual passion. He ejaculates by an erection due to excrement. He ejaculates by an erection due to urine. He ejaculates by an erection due to wind. He ejaculates by an erection due to the bite of a kind of vermin, or ukalinga panaka. He ejaculates for health. He ejaculates for well-being. He ejaculates as a remedy. He ejaculates for a present. He ejaculates as a meritorious act. He ejaculates for sacrifice. He ejaculates for heaven. He ejaculates as a germ. He ejaculates for examination of the semen, in parentheses. He ejaculates for amusement. He ejaculates black semen. He ejaculates yellow semen. Semen's in parentheses. I'll leave out the parentheses. He ejaculates red. He ejaculates white. He ejaculates the color of buttermilk. He ejaculates the color of water. He ejaculates the color of sesamum oil. He ejaculates the color of milk. He ejaculates the color of curds. <laughs> he ejaculates, sorry, the color of ghee. With or through his own form means with or through his personal animate form. With or through an external form means externally, with or through an animate or with or through an inanimate form. With or through his own form and with or through an external form means with both of them. Making his hip swing in the air means the male organ of one who struggles or via mantasa is the air in the air is ready for ejaculation in parentheses is ready it's implied right can leave that out. just one less one less ejaculation per sentence i'll leave out the parentheses okay by an erection due to sexual passion means the male organ of one tormented by sexual passion is ready right by an erection due to excrement means the male organ of one tormented by excrement is ready, as the Lord Buddha recently pointed out. By an erection due to urine means the male organ of one tormented by urine is ready. By an erection due to wind means the male organ of one tormented by, the, by wind is ready. By an erection due to the bite of a kind of vermin means the male organ of one tormented by <clears throat> the bite of a kind of vermin is ready. For health means I will be healthy. For well-being means I will produce a pleasant feeling. As a remedy means it will be a remedy. For a present means I will donate a present. As a meritorious act means it will become meritorious. For a sacrifice means I will make a sacrifice. For heaven means I will go to heaven. As a germ means it will become a germ. For examination means uh, will be black, will be yellow, will be red, will be white, will have the color of buttermilk, will have the color of water, will have the color of sesame oil, will have the color of milk, will have the color of curds, will have the color of ghee. For amusement means desiring play. With or through his own form, he aims at, in parentheses, ejaculating, uh, makes the effort, there's parentheses here, uh, it, it is emitted, right? This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. I'm glad I brought everybody together for this, because this is important. 
um, by an erection due to sexual passion. He aims at, makes the effort, is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. By an erection due to excrement, three dots. Uh, by an erection due to the bite of a kind of vermin, he aims at, makes the effort, is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. For health, he aims at, makes the effort, is emitted, is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. See, even I'm being a bit Victorian now. I don't want to read the stuff in parentheses because I've just, how many times can you say ejaculating and emit semen in, in half a minute, right? Um, yes, for well-being, three dots. For amusement, he aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and semen is emitted. See, okay, that's what it sounds like when I don't leave that out. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. I'm going to try to be less Victorian and just read it, including the parentheses. Black semen, he aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and black semen is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. Yellow semen, three dots. Semen the color of ghee, he aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and semen the color of ghee is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. Accomplished is the simple series. For health and well-being, he aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and semen is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. For health as a meritorious act, three dots. Oh, for health as a remedy, three dots. For health as a and as a present, oh, combinations. Okay, for health and as a remedy. For health and as a present. For health and as a meritorious act. For health and sacrifice. For health and heaven. For health and as a germ. For health and examination. For health and amusement, he aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and semen is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. Accomplished is the portion of this series beginning with one. For well-being and, and as a treatment, he aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and semen is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. For well-being and a present, three dots. For well-being and as a meritorious act, three dots. For well-being and sacrifice, three dots. For well-being and heaven, three dots. For well-being and as a germ, three dots. For well-being and examination, three dots. For well-being and amusement, three dots. For well-being and health, he aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and semen is omitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. As a remedy and for a present. <sighs> Jodie Foster. Give her a towel, would you, Hannibal? Um, three dots. And as a remedy and as a meritorious act. Three dots. As a remedy and for a sacrifice. Three dots. As a remedy and for heaven, three dots. As a remedy and a germ, three dots. As a remedy and for examination, three dots. As a remedy and for amusement, three dots. As a remedy and for health, three dots. As a remedy and for well-being, he aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and semen is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. 
for a present and a meritorious act, for amusement and examination, any combination of these two things, right? Okay. Accomplished is the contracted series beginning with one. In just the same way, the series beginning with one, two, etc. is to be elaborated. So every different possible combination. That must have been a lot of written um, scripture. Tons and tons. Tons and tons of scripture covering every different possible, so that a monk can say, I didn't do it for health and as a present and for fun. I did it for health and as a present and for fun and for my health. And so they had to cover that. They had to make sure they covered every different possible combination of reasons that a person might come up with to masturbate. In just the same right, for health and well-being as a remedy and... For amusement, he aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and semen is omitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meaning of the order. Accomplished is that beginning with all. All right. Well, we're done with that. Next. Black and yellow semen, he aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and black and yellow semen is omitted. Combinations of colors. Let's keep reading. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. You can kind of understand where I.B. Horner was coming from, just being like, I don't want to translate all that. Um, <laughs> three dots, black semen uh, and semen the color of ghee. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and black semen and semen the color of ghee is, is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. What if, what if he tries to emit black semen and it comes out red, or he tries to emit ghee colored and it comes out like water? Are they going to cover that as well? Um, accomplished is the portion of the series beginning with one. Red and yellow semen. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and red and yellow semen is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. Three dots. Semen the color of ghee and semen the color of curds. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and semen the color of ghee and semen the color of curds is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. Um, accomplished is the contracted series beginning with one. In just the same way, the contracted series beginning with two, etc., is elaborated. Black, yellow, and red semen, uh, three dots. This and semen, the color of ghee, three dots. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and black, yellow, and red semen, three dots. And semen, the color of ghee, is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. Accomplished is that beginning with all. For health and black semen, he aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and black semen is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. For health and well-being and for black and yellow semen, he aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and black and yellow semen is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. For health and well-being and as a remedy and for black, yellow, and red semen, he aims at ejaculating makes the effort to ejaculate, and black, yellow, and red semen is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. Put that on a meme and... Anyway, just in this way, both are to be increased. For health and well-being and as a remedy and... Three dots. For amusement and black, yellow semen. Three dots. And semen the color of ghee. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and black and yellow semen and semen the color of ghee is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. Accomplished is the mixed series. With the thought 
I will emit black semen. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and yellow semen is emitted. See, I was talking, I was wondering if they were going to get to this. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. With the thought, I will emit black, emit black semen. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and red semen is emitted. That's exactly the example I used when I was wondering if they were going to get to this. Three dots, semen. <laughs> Three dots, semen. The color of ghee is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. Portion of the series. As with the intentions, the same scheme is applied to the types of semen now. Type 1 combined successively with 2, 3, etc. up to the 10th. Right? Yeah, okay. So we can, we can work it out on our own if, if you want to at home. I think you have enough information to go on if you want to type out the whole thing based on the pattern Right? Yes. With the thought, I will emit yellow semen. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and red semen is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. With the thought, I will emit yellow semen. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and white semen is emitted. Three dots. Semen the color of ghee. Three dots. Black semen is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. Contracted is the beginning of the contracted series. With the thought, I will emit semen the color of ghee. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and black semen is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. With the thought, I will emit semen the color of ghee. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and semen the color of curds is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. If it sounds like I'm being a little bit quiet, it's because Priyal and two of her lady friends are in the next room watching Vampire Diaries. <laughs> I don't want them to hear the actual words I'm saying, so they can just kind of hear that I'm talking. Behind the scenes stuff. Series of The Belly. All right, let's keep reading. With the thought... I will emit yellow semen. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and black semen is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. With the thought, I will emit red semen. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and black semen is emitted. With the thought, I will emit white semen. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and black semen is emitted. With the thought, I will emit semen the color of ghee. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and black semen is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. The first passing through Gamana of the series of the back. With the thought, I will emit red semen. He Oh, what? Okay. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and yellow semen is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. With the thought, I will emit white semen, three dots. I will emit semen the color of ghee, three dots, black semen. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and yellow semen is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order, and uh, you should probably see a doctor well, after the formal meeting, maybe even before. Accomplished is the second passing through the series of the back. With the thought, I will emit white semen. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and red semen is emitted. With the thought, I will emit yellow semen. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and red semen is emitted. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. The third passage through of the series of the back. 
with the thought, I will emit black semen, he aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and semen the color of ghee is emitted. With the thought, I will emit semen the color of curds. He aims at ejaculating, makes the effort to ejaculate, and semen the color of ghee is emitted. <laughs> this is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. The tenth passing through the series of the back accomplished is the formula for the series of the back. Okay, I think we're going to get into something a little bit more interesting. I mean, less repetitive. Now, at one time, a certain monk, while emptying his bowels, emitted semen. He was remorseful. He told this matter to the Lord. What was your mental state, monk? I, Lord, did not have the intention of omission. There is no offense, monk, for one who did not have the intention of omission. Now at one time a certain monk, while emptying his bladder, emitted semen. He was remorseful. Three dots. There is no offense, monk, for one who did not have the intention of omission. Now at one time a certain monk, while reflecting on a thought concerning sexual pleasures, emitted semen. He was remorseful. There is no offense, monk, for one reflecting. Now at one time a certain monk, while washing himself with hot water, emitted semen. The Lord asked, what was your mental state, monk? I, Lord, did not have the intention of omission. There is no offense, monk, for one who did not have the intention of omission. Now at one time a certain monk, having the intention of emission, while washing himself with hot water, emitted semen. He was remorseful. You, monk, have committed an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. And if I had to guess, I'd say it was this monk. But it could have been, could have been anyone, I suppose. But it was probably him. Okay. Now, at one time, a certain monk having the intention of a mission while washing himself with hot water... Uh, did not emit semen. He was remorseful. Monk, this is not an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. This is a grave offense. All right. Now, at one time, a certain monk, having a wound on his male organ while anointing it with medicine, emitted semen. He was remorseful. There is no offense, monk, for one who did not have the intention of emission. Now at one time, a certain monk having a wound on his male organ uh, while, while anointing it with medicine, having the intention of emission, emitted semen. Did not emit semen. He was remorseful. Monk, this is not an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. This is a grave offense. Right. Okay. So all those situations. So he was putting medicine on it and he wanted it to, come, you know, to squirt and it did. Formal meeting. He wanted it to, it didn't, grave offense sense, right? With medicine. Now, at one time, a certain monk, while scratching his testicles, emitted semen. He was remorseful. There is no offense, monk, for one who did not have the intention of emission. Now, at one time, a certain monk, having the intention of emission, while scratching his testicles, emitted semen. There is a formal meeting of the order. Uh, same situation, but he did not emit semen. It is a grave offense. Now, at one time, a certain monk, while walking along a path, emitted semen. Uh, there is no offense, monk, for one who did not have the intention of emission. Now, at one time, a certain monk, having the intention of emission, while walking along the path, emitted semen. Formal meeting. 
Uh, he had the intention, uh, but it didn't come out. Grave offense. Now at one time, a certain monk grasped his penis, and while he was urinating, he emitted semen. The three cases as above, it says here, right? I think you know what those three cases are, right? It happened accidentally, no offense. It happened intentionally, formal meeting. He wanted it to happen, but it didn't, grave offense. All right, now a certain monk, while scorching the circumference of his abdomen, or Udaravatim Tapentasa, in the bathroom, emitted semen, same three cases as above, it says here. Now at one time, a certain monk, while rubbing the back of his instructor in the bathroom, emitted semen, same three cases as above. Now at one time, a certain monk, while making his thigh or lap, question mark, uh, to be hit, emitted semen, same three cases as above. Now at one time, a certain monk, having the intention of emission, spoke to a certain novice thus, you, friend, come to me, novice, grasp my male organ. When the novice grasped this monk's male organ, the monk emitted semen. He was remorseful. You, monk, have committed an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. Two pages. Now at one time a certain monk grasped the male organ of a sleeping novice. The novice, in parentheses, emitted semen. <laughs> it's unclear from the original Polly who admitted the semen. He was remorseful. Monk, this is not an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. This is an offense of wrongdoing. It's kind of like sexual assault, though. You know, like, okay, different time, different time. Boys will be boys, right? Now, at one time, a certain monk, having the intention of a mission while pressing his male organ with his thighs, emitted semen. Did not emit semen. He was remorseful grave offense. Okay, so in the case where it came out, formal meeting, in the case where uh, it came out accidentally, there's no problem. In the case where he wanted it to, but it didn't, grave offense. Now at one time, a certain monk having the intention of, okay, these are all having the intention. Okay. Now at one time, a certain monk having the intention of emission, while pressing his male organ with his fist, emitted semen did not emit semen. He was remorseful. Grave offense. So if he did, it's a formal meeting. If it didn't come out, grave offense. Now at one time, a certain monk, having the intention of emission while swinging his hip in the air, emitted semen. Did not emit semen. He was remorseful. Grave offense. Okay, so if it came out, formal meeting. Didn't come out, grave offense. Now at one time, a certain monk, while strengthening his body, emitted semen. He was remorseful. There is no offense, monk, for one who did not have the intention of a mission. Now at one time, a certain monk having the intention of a mission while strengthening his body emitted semen. Formal meeting did not emit semen. Grave offense. Now at one time, a certain monk sexually aroused while meditating about the sexual organ of a woman emitted semen. He was remorseful. Monk, this is not an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. Period. End quote. Is it a wrongdoing? Is it a grave offense? Inquiring minds want to know. He didn't say. It's just he left it at that. 
Monks, one who is sexually aroused should not meditate about the sexual organ or anyajata of a woman. If one meditates in that way, it is an offensive wrongdoing. Okay, so Lord Buddha made that clear at that point. New rule, guys. Don't meditate thinking about that. That's the wrong way to meditate. Wrongdoing. Okay. Now at one time, a certain monk, having the intention of emission, inserting his male organ into a keyhole, emitted semen. Did not emit semen. He was remorseful. This is an offense entailing a formal meeting of the order. This is a grave offense, depending on whether it came out or not. Right? Now at one time, a certain monk, having the intention of emission, while hitting his male organ with a piece of wood, emitted semen. Did not emit semen. He was remorseful. Grave offense. Same thing. If it came out, formal meeting. Now at one time, a certain monk, while swimming against the current, emitted semen. The three cases as above, it says, he was remorseful. Grave offense or a formal meeting. Depending. Now at one time, a certain monk, while enjoying himself in muddy water, emitted semen. Same three cases as above. Oh, well that, I was looking forward to the muddy water one, but it was pretty basic. Um, now at one time, a certain monk, while running quickly in the water, emitted three cases as above. Now at one time, a certain monk, while enjoying himself in a row of flowers, emitted same three cases as above. Now at one time, a certain monk, while enjoying himself in a row of flowers, oh, we read that. Now at one time, a certain monk, while running quickly into a thick cluster of lotuses, emitted semen, three, same three cases as above. Now at one time, a certain monk, having the intention of emission while inserting his male organ into sand, emitted semen. Same three cases as above. Oh, having the intention. Okay. So it's uh, a grave offense if nothing came out. Formal meeting if it did come out. Now at one time, a certain monk, having the intention of emission while inserting his male organ into the mud, emitted semen. Formal meeting. Didn't come out. Grave offense. Now, at one time, a certain monk, while besprinkling his male organ with water, emitted semen. Uh, did not emit semen. He was remorseful. Grave offense. All right. Almost done now. Now, at one time, a certain monk, having the intention of emission, while rubbing his male organ in bed, emitted semen. He did not emit semen. He was remorseful. Grave offense. Okay, so in bed, rubbing it, it comes out. Formal meeting doesn't come out. Grave offense. Right. It's probably the most common one, I would imagine. Now, at one time, a certain monk having the intention of a mission while touching his male organ with his thumb emitted semen. Formal meeting did not emit semen. Grave offense. Accomplished is the first Sangha di Sessa. And now I can truly and honestly say that we, you and I, have read the complete Parajika, the complete Sangha di Sessa, and the complete Aniyata, and finished the first volume of uh, the Book of Discipline, the Vinaya Pitaka. This one ran a bit long, um, so to speak. And I would like to once again give a shout out 
first of all, thank you, Ivy Horner, and I'm sorry that I've been so um, so critical in my, um, you know. And uh, a special thanks to Petra Kiefer Poles and the Polytech Society. <laughs> Um, for providing us with the missing parts of the translation, because there's one thing I don't uh, like. It's an incomplete translation of um, sacred texts, which these are, even, even if a Victorian sort would, would think that, by definition, something that contains such lewd speech couldn't possibly be sacred text. It is. Special thanks to everyone in attendance. Um, at the formal meetings today. Special thanks to you for going on this interesting ride with me. At times, at times ups, at times downs, at times side to side, at times waving it in the wind, right? Um, all right. I think, I think it's time to finish this episode before it runs too much longer. And uh, thank you all once again. All right, I'll go ahead and close. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Oh. Until next time. Mm-hmm.